episode two <laughs> we've made it to episode two <laughs> how are you so, this evening marissa i'm good i'm good i've got some wine some uh where is this wine from oh my god can you imagine if we got sidebar can you imagine if we got sponsored by a wine brand in a podcast <laughs> that would be pretty good just, i mean it's just gossip m- girl so it should really be like some kind of brand of champagne darling yeah well that'll do yeah well, let's manifest that so cool <laughs> That's out there in the universe now. <laughs> Let's should we do a little reintro to the podcast? So welcome to yes. Upper East Podcasters. Episode two. This is a uh, a recap, a rewatch podcast of Gossip Girl, where me and Anna, best friends forever, will sit, watch, and discuss every episode of Gossip Girl in order for your entertainment. Whilst simultaneously drinking. Yeah. And taking the mick a little bit. <laughs> okay because we love this show and how ridiculous it is (laughs) yeah we do take the mick a little bit out of it i was a bit worried actually last week but we've had some really really amazing lovely listeners who have test listened to the first episode and yes i was i was thinking oh gosh have we bitched about it too much but isn't that the joy of gossip girl really yeah Pretty much, yeah. And they came back with good feedback. So who are we to argue with the listeners, you know? Yeah, we have to, we should do some shout outs straight away, actually, with this. Um, yes, yeah. So we're going to do some shout outs to some lovely new fans. We've got fans, Marissa. Oh, I know. We've got listeners. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, big shout out to Kay, who listened from India, all the way from India. Her oh at handle for Instagram is at gossipgirl underscore spotted. Um, we've also got a shout out to Anna, who was listening from the US. She's at Blair's Outfits on Instagram. Lovely. Yep. And uh, Oriane from France. International, Marissa. I know. The podcast has gone international. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, at Gossip underscore girl underscore fan underscore. She really loved it. She really loved the um, creepy Chuck Bass jingles. (laughs) <laughs> well didn't well that was they were that was my personal jingle of the week <laughs> <gasps> we have to have a jingle for the jingle of the week <laughs> um, cool. so last week I feel like maybe we should just really quickly should we really quickly kind of do like a recap for the last episode um can do so where we were left uh we were left with Chuck and his inappropriate behavior of both Serena and Jenny yes <laughs> um, <laughs> So surely the ne- this episode should be his arrest and consequent trial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, last no. 2007. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. <laughs> and to be fair to Chuck, like I, because I, I love Gossip Girl so much that even though we're recapping it, I, I actually I'm watching like season three at the same time at the moment, and I mm. was watching it, finding Chuck very, very gorgeous and um, attractive and a lovely character and I was thinking this isn't the same character that appears in season one (laughs) no it's really not he does get he has a really big character arc yeah for the better yeah he does (sighs) get better yeah so that was left Dan punched Chuck and Chuck wants revenge as an audience we found out that Serena 
has slept with her best pal Blair's boyfriend. Would you forgive me, Marissa, if that was the, the case with us? Um, eventually, I guess. Eventually. <laughs> eventually, yeah. And Nate is still pining after Serena and Blair knows it, is what I've got down in my notes. Yes. I feel like, um, oh, how did you feel about this episode, just in general, just out of curiosity, compared to the pilot? Oh, I felt it was really mellow, but like, in a, it's not boring, but definitely just a little bit more toned down than the first episode. But there was still lots yeah. of drama, so I was happy with it. Can't complain, you know? Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, I felt, I felt, kind of felt the same. And then the opening scene for episode two which is what, what's the name of this episode actually i should know this the what the wild brunch who doesn't love brunch <laughs> the opening scene just made me want brunch yeah the like, opening <laughs> the opening scene made me laugh because i was like it's basically the help making brunch <laughs> <laughs> and as we said last week if we were in gossip girl we would be the help so we'd be there yeah, we would be the help We'd yeah. be chopping all the <laughs> <laughs> making the guac, <laughs> poaching some eggs. <laughs> um, yeah, and the opening scene also gives us the first Gossip Girl blast of the sewed, um, which is, shall I do my best Gossip Girl impression? <laughs> I bet you're wondering what Gossip Girl is doing up so early. Truth is, I never went to bed. Why waste precious time dreaming when waking life is so much better? Is there really anything better than a lazy Sunday? Yeah, right. We Upper East Siders don't do lazy. Breakfast is brunch and it comes with champagne, a dress code, and a hundred of our closest friends and enemies. Chuck's dad, Bart Bass, who we meet for the first time, lot, is hosting an annual brunch for his foundation. Everyone is invited. Well, dot, dot, dot. Not everyone. Ooh. Ooh. I love Gossip Girl's brunch requirements, like champagne, a dress code, and a hundred of your closest best friends and enemies. I don't think I could name you a hundred people. <laughs> and they're all going to be at this brunch. A <laughs> no. hundred of our closest friends. That, yeah. That's, probably I, the, that's the point, isn't it? It's kind of a, an oxymoron, isn't it? hundred of our Yeah. This, this brunch is, I know we, um, when we actually get to the brunch, but it reminded me of a wedding reception. <laughs> It was. It reminded me of a wedding reception. It was massive. It was in a fancy hotel. There were way more people than there should have been there. It was there a was a reception. bit. There was a bit when um, you saw them like laying the tables, and I was like, "That's nicer than most weddings I've ever been to." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> oh. uh, anyway, the opening scene is that they're making the brunch. The help is making the brunch. We find yep. out that Bart Bath is Stupid hosting name. brunch. In my it is opinion. a bit, isn't it? Yeah. I don't, yeah, but I don't know. Is it? Is it a fancy name? Mm. Well, it would be if it was like, if, oh, Bart is short for Bartholomew, isn't it? Bartholomew. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a really fancy name. Yeah. Mm. So we meet him for the first time in this episode. Uh, let's, we should go through it in chronological order of the scenes. Yes. So we kind of open with this parallel scene with Dan Humphrey and his little sister Jenny, so lonely mm -hmm. boy and his little sister Jenny, mm -hmm. who, as we know, was assaulted by Chuck the night before, and we're having them having a chat about the the night before, discussing the mm -hmm. night before, as well as Serena and Eric. Um, what did you make of this scene, Rissa? And what, well, what what have you put in your notes for this? Well, I'd be curious. I said that Dan is is actually checking up on Jenny after the kiss on lips party, which I completely forgot. 
um, that he checked up on her. I was like, are you okay? And she's all like, yeah, it's fine. But, you know, but I find that she's, um, she's like blaming herself, like victim blaming herself. And it's like, that's so annoying. Like, why is she doing that? She's done nothing wrong. She should be in a police station right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm so glad you said that. I've actually mm. literally got on my notes. Um, Dan and Jenny, who share a room in their loft, by the way, really cool loft that they, they share. Yeah, um, yeah, discussing yeah. The, loft. Discussing the Chuck sexual assault incident and enter the victim blaming that. Mm-hmm. How could I be so stupid? And mm-hmm. and actually, he enables that because Dan then says, you just trust people too much, Jenny. Yeah, I know. Like, So you kind yeah. of do get the impression. I do like their relationship. Like, I do too, got, actually. They've got a nice relationship, but like as listeners of the first episode know, I feel like he made that situation about him um, mm-hmm. in the moment, Chuck not knowing his name. And that was what he was mainly angry about rather than the fact he walked in on him assaulting Jenny. But he, yeah, th- this whole you trust too much, Jenny, this kind of this, I just thought, oh no, that that's uh, any, any young watchers, any young listeners, if you are watching that and you're thinking oh you know maybe she was stupid maybe she should shouldn't trust me like it was not her fault she did absolutely nothing wrong yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> definitely <laughs> um, the She's funny part innocent. was i don't know if you made note of this but the funny part was um jenny then goes um so the real question is how are you <laughs> oh my god i know because i've said because i thought oh god it's good that they're talking about this and then it's all just glossed over and we're back to Dan's problems being obsessed with Serena and his, his awkward wave. That's, that's the thing. That's the monumental the moment awkward of wave. that night. The awkward oh, wave, not the sexual assault. No. We've all had an awkward wave, haven't we? Yeah, well, I've, yeah, probably an awkward wave. Well, just awkward moments in general. But am I the only one that thinks it weren't that bad? Like, they're definitely overthinking it. It was just, <laughs> it was just a wave. Because there's a flashback, isn't there, basically, of what happened that yeah. night. Yeah, there's a flashback. Yeah, she she kind of goes, you know, how are you feeling after the wave? And he goes, was it that really that bad? And it flashes back to the night before and it's like an awkward goodnight scene where they're in the cab, which is how it finishes in the last episode. Serena gets out and she almost looks at him expectantly, like like she's expecting Dan to kind of walk like her to the door. Like something to happen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, Jenny says, go after her. As he does, he gets hit by the cab door and he's like, I've got a concussion or something. And then he waves at Serena. She sees it and it's a little bit awkward. Mm. Um, and then it flashes, doesn't it, straight away to rehab, I'll add. Um, <laughs> there's a real thing here where you've got two characters and their little siblings have real problems. Jenny's just been assaulted and Serena is with her younger brother, Eric, in rehab, who we found out is trying to take his own life. That's why he's in this kind of rehabilitation it's the Ostroff Centre isn't it um, that's it the Ostroff Centre yes yeah um, and he's going he waved I didn't have him down as a waver <laughs> it's a wave it's not that deep like people wave goodbye and hello I don't understand yeah anyway mm-hmm. I did feel <laughs> but, um, like uh, again I did just feel like these I, I feel like as much as I love Gossip Girl I love the story between Serena and Dan I would have loved there to be like another episode that was just about Eric and Jenny and, and their storyline I know. Well, they become bit, um, bigger characters, don't they? Eric does, I know, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. And Serena is discussing with Eric. She thinks, oh, maybe maybe he hates me and, you know, like, oh, no, like, maybe, you know, he doesn't like me because, you know, even when uh, beautiful women in, in TV shows, rich, beautiful women, <laughs> they still can't have 
confidence in themselves, can they? Oh, no. <laughs> Can't be having that. Well, you know, they're not sexy if, unless they have really low self-esteem, Marissa. You know that. <laughs> They've got to be vulnerable somehow, you know. <laughs> um, I did think that watching this whole scene, you've kind of got Jenny convincing Dan to try and get another chance with Serena uh, you've got Eric really listening to Serena's problems despite having some severe ones himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's also talking to him about what, being worried about Blair. And I thought, you know what? These are good little siblings. Like They're very good little siblings. Yeah. Definitely. Very, very nice of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and Serena says to her brother, she's going to go and see Blair. Yeah, just out of the blue. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go see Yeah, because she's like, I really like Dan. He's nice and he's not what I'm used to. And yeah, but about Blair, I'm going to go see Blair. <laughs> <laughs> and like these these people switch a, a lot don't they like one minute they talk about someone else and then the next minute they're like i'm gonna go see blair that's yeah. gossip girl marissa no it moves fast doesn't it it's a very quick paced show i love which I like. yes <laughs> now i i bet i think i know what you've probably got written down for the next scene because we're introduced to quite a spectacular character um of gossip girl so we have this serena says to her brother do you know what i'm gonna go and see Blair and the next scene we're at Blair's house and we see Blair go Serena better stay away and who are we yes. used to Dorota Hark the angels choir sings in the background Dorota's gonna get her own jingle right mm-hmm. oh my gosh maybe she should I haven't thought about it she needs one she's not a main character yet though like not really she really she comes she into her own again. Yeah, in, she comes in, into her own later on in the series, I think, and definitely series two. But yeah, she's Dorota's great. We love yes. Dorota. She's not in it too much yet. So if anybody is watching along for the first time with us, be patient for Dorota because she's coming. <laughs> <laughs> you see Blair at her house and you see her going, Serena, better stay away. And you've got her other friends there that are going, we love sleepovers at Blair's. Her little minions, yeah. Her minions, yes. You see a little note from her mum going, went to Paris. Just like that. If my mum ever left me a note that was just like, hi, darling, just went to Paris. Um, Here's your brunch outfit. Wear pearls. (laughs) I'd be like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) All the only notes I ever used to get left while my mum was, you've overslept again. Make sure you clean the dishes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i used to get that as well just like oh fold your laundry or something like that like all right mom <laughs> okay but uh, no she sees and that's like again we kind of it's just reintroducing the fact that her mum's obviously this famous designer i was gonna make a note about um say something about blair's friends they they seem like real um uh yes girls you know like Ooh. they only ever they only ever agree with what she says and yeah they don't have any thoughts for themselves they only agree with with, with whatever Blair says and Blair's way is the only way. That's why I pick up on them just from that one little sleepover scene. Yeah, she decides, well, she's she's talking about the fact that they're going to brunch and then she mm-hmm. says, I'm going to call Nate. Oh my God. Okay, sorry, go on, say your piece because I've, I've, got, I've got a thought about that weird phone call. <laughs> well, she kind of says to her girlfriends, doesn't she, you know, I wonder how Nate's doing. It'll be so lame to show up to brunch without my boyfriend, whom I love and whom loves me. That's, I think that she comes across really creepy. She's like, because I love my boyfriend and my boyfriend loves me and nobody can tell me otherwise. And if they do, I'll cut your throat. (laughs) (laughs) Did you not think? I thought that was like so creepy. (laughs) Especially, especially as you have that 
scene in the episode before where she says, I love you, Nate. And he just pauses for a really long time. It's like, I love you too. Yeah, so enthusiastically, like, oh, yes. (laughs) Real, I love you. (laughs) But she's calling Nate to remind him of the big brunch that Bart Bass, Chuck's dad, is throwing. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And you kind of go straight away then to where Nate is. And I love that like the director has decided to be like, right, we need to show that they've had a crazy night. So what we're going to do is <laughs> Nate's going to be gonna on the sofa. <laughs> shirt unbuttoned down to the belly button. <laughs> going to put a neat little, you know, a few casino chips scattered about. A oh, I've got the poker glass. chips. A few little poker yeah. chips. Yeah, casino yeah. chips. Um, a martini glass neatly tilted on its side. <laughs> And some cushions on the floor, you know. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> been a party, right? <laughs> the party done. Okay, and it's a action. Wrap. <laughs> action. Um, um, yeah, and you see him answer the phone, and um, she's kind of just like, you know, make sure you're there at brunch. Get yourself a cup of coffee. You're gonna go to brunch. Um, so he says, "Yeah, don't worry, I'm there. I'm awake." And then you see him look over to Chuck. Who's in bed with two women? Who's in bed with two? Are they, are they twins? I was. I think they might be twins. Oh, I don't know. They did both have brown hair, didn't they? But I didn't see if they were. I mean, let's hope not, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, Chuck and his dad, like they own that hotel, they own the Palace Hotel, which is where they are. Yeah, yeah. I love um, that. I've just, I've just, I've actually just thought, why is Blair being like, oh my god, make sure you're, you're, you're there, ready for brunch? Like Nate is already at the hotel where the brunch is happening. He's just got to get showered and go down the stairs. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, why is she panicking, Serena? Oh yeah, that as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah, we. I also, I really don't like the way that Chuck calls Nate Nathaniel. It's the only time you hear him kind of. I think he gets called it by his dad, maybe or granddad, but it's mm-hmm. the way he kind of goes, Nathaniel. Nathaniel. I quite, I really like the name Nate. Nate. Nate, I like more, but Nathaniel is fine. Nathaniel. It just sounds Nathaniel. like a really long, posh Daniel. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's why I like it. <laughs> and he goes, Nathaniel, keep it down. Some of us are trying to regain our strength. Like, oh, creep. <laughs> and, also, and then he, he also, like, offers the girls <laughs> to him. Like I, yes. I, I was, I, I had to have a pause because I was having a, like, a mental breakdown. I was just like, hold on a minute. What the hell's just happened? He just offered them to Nate and Nate is p- very politely like, oh no, thank you. You know, not that even they got a say in it. <laughs> it but was, he, he offered those girls to Nate like you would like a bit of gum or like, I don't yeah. know, or probably from their class, you know, croissant, like croissant. Yeah. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, like when I come over for yours, but you know, when I come over unannounced to your place, and you're just like, "Oh, there's some leftover pasta." Yeah, well, yeah. Any. <laughs> there's, some, uh, there's some leftover dick in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to help yourself. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> um, so yeah, Nate, it's that's a bit of a weird one that it kind of does feel like he's he's offering them to Nate as though their bodies are his to give away. I know. Um, and then Nate goes, "But can you get us some coffees and some water with ice?" Yeah. Or something? And I'm like, dude, like, you know, their shift is done. They don't have to bring you anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it says a lot about two teenage boys if they have to fuck the staff, you know. I feel like if these were real characters, they would be like right now in 2020, they would be featuring in a Netflix documentary exposure on the hotel industry. 
Oh, how they yeah. abused their staff. That's yeah. what happened. Because he goes, yeah. I'll be sure to let my father know how committed you both are to oh, the hospitality oh. industry. So creepy. He's shady, kind of rapey. He's creepy, Chuck Bass. And oh my God. And also the girl is like, when Nate asks him for like coffee or water, she's like, do you want ice with that? And I'm like, hon, your shift is done. You can go home now. <laughs> scrub the sin off. I'm joking. I thought <laughs> scrub the sin off. Blimey. <laughs> scrub, scrub Chuck <laughs> off you. <laughs> so Nate then mocks Chuck's scarf, which I really quite like. Um, when they start talking about Chuck's black eye, because he has a big black eye, doesn't he? Because Dan obviously punched him and, and yeah. he goes, Nate yeah. says to Chuck, you know, never mess with a guy's sister. And I feel like oh, never try to rape a girl is probably more accurate. Yeah definitely <laughs> oh if i see that guy again like oh whatever his name is like i'm gonna i'm gonna kill him nate then mocks him as well because nate doesn't take it seriously he's like what are you gonna do kill, kill him death by scarf and I know. chuck's like don't mark the scarf nathaniel it's it's his signature scarf mm-hmm. well we did <laughs> Which, mention it in the last episode so we did and it also leads me to believe that chuck uh, must be a doctor who fan maybe secret um, closet nerd or he has like some kind of weird wart on his neck <laughs> that seems more accurate yeah <laughs> then it goes back to the loft with jenny and dan and to mm-hmm. be fair mm-hmm. like you say J- dan does say to jenny in quite in all seriousness he says if you want to talk to somebody about what happened last night then let me know mm-hmm. i quite yeah. liked that i thought yeah he's making a point you know what yeah that's like a that's a responsible thing to say yeah that's Mm -hmm. good um but dan is getting ready to go back and win serena over and ask for a second shot as he's going out jenny goes actually i'm gonna i'm gonna join you and you find out why later and Mm -hmm. just as they're leaving guess who enters oh so your future husband (laughs) i have such a serious crush on Rufus Humphrey it's kind of ridiculous and I have now made a jingle for him are you ready of course, to hear it? Of course you have and yes I've, I'm, I'm always waiting for this I didn't think it would happen this soon but here we are so Rufus is my future baby daddy and <laughs> not even the actor um, the character just Ru- the character Rufus got it got it okay so, um, I've created this jingle this is the first time Marissa's hit, heard it she never hears any of the jingles until the episode so uh, I'm looking forward to your reaction very seductive you know well I kind of feel like subconsciously when I was making it I was thinking if the actor that plays Rufus Humphrey was to ever hear it maybe he'd be like hey she's got a sexy voice maybe I should just hit her up (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm sure that's exactly what he would think I feel like I feel like that's the sort of song that plays you know as he gazes at you and you're at the top of a staircase don't get me wrong like chase crawford's character yes he is very very mm-hmm. very sexy ed westwick's character yes very 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 sexy but rufus me a river any day rufus me a river any day <laughs> i do like the jingle um are we do, does that get played in every single episode that rufus is in <laughs> 
every time he's on the screen, it'll get played. Don't you worry. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So Rufus uh, enters the loft and he's like, I just want to make you guys waffles. I'm like, make me waffles. Make me waffles, Rufus. Yeah, I want waffles. It's brunch. I want waffles. And they're just like running out the house because Dan's going to go and find Serena and Jenny is going to find, we later find out she's going to Blair's house and we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, we get so, that. Yes. Rufus me a river. Rufus me a river. How many times will I get interrupted by the <laughs> Rufus? <laughs> every single every... time, every time you say Rufus's name, just try it. Just just try saying Rufus's name, and I'll show you what happens. Okay, then all right. Well, I'm going to try and say Rufus's name. Rufus. And... <laughs> the next scene is Serena. Um, is at her her home slash hotel her hometel let's call it that um and then i don't know if this is quite an elite quote of the week but serena shouts out to her mom mom did you borrow my michelle perry's which i looked up and they are an expensive shoe and honestly i had a look and uh, they ain't that nice are they not <laughs> they're, they're expensive it, well, it depends on your taste i didn't i did not care for them that's I'm guessing all. as well that Lily bought them for Serena too. So the way she's like, have you borrowed Oh, maybe. Purdy? Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, she probably would have had them bought for her by her mom. It is potentially worthy of Poor Little Witch Kid of the Week as well because she's like, life is so bad. We're living in a hotel. Um, yeah. Like, like a five-star hotel penthouse. And she, she does say as well, she's like, this isn't our home. Because mm. Lily says to her, you know, you're home now. And she goes, this isn't our home. You know, we're living in a hotel because you decided you didn't like the colour of our walls in our real home. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, a little bit. Poor yeah. little girl. Oh, that's another thing about this. Lily really wants Serena to go to this brunch. Like, she is hell-bent. Yeah, on... she really... I didn't understand that either. Like, Yeah, and, I was and like, it's, brunch? <laughs> it's to do with her reputation as well. Mm. Like, I Everything is think... about Lily's reputation. It's exhausting. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, funnily enough... That is, I mean, Marissa and I like to, we have these weekly segments, although I say weekly segments, it depends if a character is worthy of it or not. Mm. I'm not sure whether this is worthy of, of the best, worst advice of the week. Oh, go for it, because I don't have any this week. Well, Serena's mum does say to her, the more you hide away, the more people think you have something to hide. It's the best, worst advice of the week. Oh, yeah. Okay, that is a pretty, yeah, that's pretty... <laughs> Uh, yeah, my advice <laughs> I would like to think for one day when I have kids will be the more you care about how people think the shitter your life will be so stop <laughs> yes <laughs> that's actually good advice yeah. some damn good but, advice yeah uh, <laughs> the next scene we see Dan arrive at Serena's hotel just as Serena is leaving to go to Blair's and... yeah there's so much going on in this little next bit I noticed it's um yeah yeah, well, you kind of you've got all these things going on. You've got Dan who wants to have a second chance with Serena, so he goes to Serena's hotel. You've got Serena who kind of wants things to be okay with Dan, but she also is prioritizing her friendship with Blair, which is good. So she's going mm-hmm. to see Blair. You've got Nate yeah. who wants to find where Serena is. Um, mm-hmm. So it's yeah, you've got all these things happening. So Dan arrives at the hotel just mm-hmm. as Serena leaves in a cab, um, and she yeah. he finds the mean hotel concierge again. <laughs> who does mm. not like him, who tells no. him to sit and wait for Serena. And then you have this scene where Nate bumps into Serena's mum, Lily, and mm-hmm. they're kind of walking along and you can see that the way she, I think that you see the way she treats Nate because obviously he's um, Serena's equal. 
Yes. So she's very much like, oh, you know, Serena's always loved you. She's always had a crush on you. But you and you and Blair, you're perfect together. And of course, you can wait for Serena because he's trying to find yeah. her. And mm. the hotel concierge they all says, get in line. You know, like you've got, and then like awkward pan to Dan, who that's an awkward wave. He's like. Hi. <laughs> yeah, I can't help but be like she really disapproves of him and she's she is quite so rude. rude she is so rude because she knows who his dad is she she does go and visit Rufus oh, who she obviously once had a slight well she obviously had no obviously had a relationship with him and mm. she's saying to him you know please don't let Dan date Serena or and are you trying to do this to be part of my life and things like yeah. that so we, you know so you kind of know that she she doesn't approve which isn't very nice um but the next scene we see Serena arrive at Blair's house yes mm-hmm. um and I've Blair got two is... bone dry caps and Audrey do you know what a bone dry caps is I had to google it is it a cappuccino yes it's a, it's a style of cappuccino yeah ah that was yeah, yeah. Yes, I didn't actually know that. <laughs> I've got two bone dry caps and Audrey, um, because that's been the tradition for years that they would sit have croissant, cappuccinos, yes. and breakfast at breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, oh, I was gonna say Blair really doesn't want to be friends with Serena. Well, Blair says I must have oh. forgot the part where I invited you over. Yeah, I know, right? Blair finally tells her, "I know you slept with Nate." <laughs> And actually, I was kind of like fair play to Blair here because mm, she kind yeah, of calmly well. she calmly tells Serena she knows she slept with her boyfriend. She keeps her cool. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really not a fan of the slut shaming. I don't like that. I don't like it when girls call each other names like that. I never have. Um, oh, the, the insult. Well, the, um... well, are you ready for the next jingle? Yes. Blair Waldorf burns. We're going to. I mean, well, we'll try and do it every week if there is a Blair Waldorf burn every episode, which I'm guessing there probably will be. But this is the jingle I've created for the Blair Waldorf burn. Are we ready to hear it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Please. You just got burned. Mm. You just got burned. The Blair Waldorf burn. You need to burn. Ouch. Oh, we need these. Ouch. Ooh, ouch. We need these. You need to play that every time you actually do drop a sick burn on somebody. (laughs) Just got burned. Just if I'm saying a comment to someone and go, and you just got burned. (laughs) Even if it's not a burn, you'll be just like, no, it was because I played the jingle, so therefore it is. (laughs) I also think, as you know, I sing with a British accent as well. So I was thinking it probably... People, people might not even be able to understand that I am saying Blair Waldorf because it's Waldorf, but I always sing with an English accent. So I'm mm. Blair Waldorf, but it sounds really posh. Waldorf. <laughs> <laughs> no, but keep your British accent when you, when you sing because I like it. <laughs> so the Blair Waldorf burn of the week we, was... I was about to say, we didn't even say what it was. Yeah, go for it. The Blair Waldorf burn is, you know, I always knew you were a whore. I didn't have you down for a lie or two. Oh, And as much as I don't like the slut shaming, I don't Mm. like it, don't condone it. But I feel like apart from the W word, she handles herself very well. Serena Mm. says, how do I fix it? And she says very clearly, you don't get to fix it, Serena. You just stay away from me, my friends, my family. You're done here. I was thinking that's really strong. But I'm also thinking it's it's 
the moral high ground isn't going to last for long because it's all going to be about revenge. Yes. And that was the Blair Waldorf burn. The Blair Waldorf burn. I would still like to know why she's on Nate's side, though, and not Serena. Like, surely they're both as bad as each other. She should not. Well, they're not, though. I don't, I don't agree. I don't think they are as bad as each other because Nate was about to take Blair's virginity, which, you know, mm. I think most... Oh, no, sorry. I shouldn't say that because it's sexist. A lot of men in that situation would have just gone, screw this. I'm just going to have sex. I'm not going to tell mm. them the truth. And yeah. Went, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to tell her. He told her the truth. He said, look. Yeah, he did actually first. Okay. And then he, you know, tries to win her back. Okay, albeit he's doing it to please his dad. But... <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. still been he's been very honest with how he feels which is kind of how his character is still likable um and serena's character is likable because she's trying you know she's trying to change but she's very all the way through this episode she's talking about how she didn't want blair to find out she doesn't show a lot of guilt it's mainly about how does blair know why have you told blair like you know it, which i don't mm, like yeah so i do think okay, in, this, in the in the in the cheating aspect serena's worse in a way than nate mm. because Nate did tell the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair. So the next scene we have Jenny. So Serena leaves and Jenny turns up at Blair's, doesn't yeah. she? Blair is all like, Jenny, you know, what are you doing here? And Blair clocks straight away. She actually wants to know what Chuck Bass is saying about her. You want to know for- what Chuck Bass is saying about you? Yeah. yeah. Really like, depressing that. Because I know, again, oh, I know, poor Jenny. Jenny has now not only is she not reporting a sexual assault? She's also wanting to find out whether Chuck is talking about her in a positive or negative way. Uh, and yet she doesn't, Blair actually say as well, Chuck brags about his conquests, not his victims. I know. So it's weird. It's like everyone knows, but nobody really does anything about it or cares. So Also, what would a conquest be in that situation if he had followed through and had sex with her? Because that would still be, oh, no. she would still be a victim. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, not sure about that. Yeah, gross. But Blair seems to want to mentor Jenny and invites her to help her to get ready. Oh, you say mentor. I said manipulate. (laughs) (laughs) I'm probably just being more charitable by saying mentor. But yes, you're absolutely right. Manipulate. Yeah. Yeah, Bring her in in as one of the men. I I think that she does also see her as a potential. She's like, you have potential. You've made, you know, you've come here. You've got balls. Like, um, yeah. So yeah. She's her as a little recruiting for another little minion i think which Mm -hmm. well yeah does happen (sighs) the next scene has one of the funniest quotes i think of the whole series yeah i'm i know what you're gonna say so this is (laughs) lily (laughs) let's set the scene so wait so lily and rufus are in a coffee shop which is really strange because i'm sure her last words to him were stay away from me and now it, it was stay out of my life, Rufus. In the first oh, that's episode. it. Mm-hmm. That's it. I was like, did I make that up? But no. Okay, she literally said, "Stay out of my life." And here they are meeting for coffee for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gets just, out of the cab. <laughs> yeah, and she's and she's like, you know, get me inside or whatever. Before someone throws me down and tattoos me or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's the quote. That's the quote. Yeah. She oh, says, sorry. No, no, oh, it's okay. Doing, it's okay. I totally don't. My, it's worth my quote's it a different one. My quote's a different one. Oh, is it? Okay, so my favourite Lily quote here was, I'm just here for coffee. I'm not staying long. I'd like to get out of here before someone throws me down and tattoos me. 
And he's like, <laughs> doesn't he say like, this is Brooklyn, Lil? I know, right? Brooklyn's really like well-to-do area. I, I love the way that he calls her Lil as well. He's like Lil. And, and also he remembers how she takes her coffee. And yeah. she's, she's, once again, she's there visiting him to be like, Dan's waiting for Serena again. Why won't you tell him to stay away from her? And she's just really horrible to him, isn't she? She is. Well, this is, she is very horrible to him, but she does have one of the, this, I think, was the best insult. Lily says to Rufus, Oh, yes, it's, <laughs> it's just the low-income tax bracket, the bad V-neck t-shirts, and awful jokes. I don't know why your wife left you. <gasps> Burn. Wow. It's, it's just so mean, isn't it? It's, yeah. But I also and he think, stands there and takes it, and he's I kind know. of like, So you're seeing anyone? And she says, No, not really. And he says, Hmm, okay, so that means that he must be married and obviously mm. we later find out that he's right but Rufus yes. did not deserve that and as, as much as I quite like L- Lily's character I was disappointed she, with how she treated my precious she was <laughs> but I also think the sexual tension is amazing between them like come on <laughs> oh, so the what? next scene Nate and Dan are outside the hotel and mm-hmm. yep. there's a nice moment here as well. Like, so Nate and Dan could become friendly. You kind of have this hint yeah. of theirs. They're trying to talk to each other. The feminist cynic in me kind of also was like, that would never happen between two female characters in the show. And I, mm. I, I don't I don't want to be militant about it, but it's true. Like Nate and Dan are clearly after the same girl and they're standing outside the hotel. And there's this lovely moment where, you know, they kind of break the ice. They have a little chat. And he's like, so why are you waiting for Serena? And he goes, oh, I don't really know. And Nate goes, oh, well, that's Serena, you know. And they kind of have a little friendly moment. And I thought mm. that's actually, you know, that's nice. It's a shame that, that probably wouldn't happen between two girls on the show. It would be much bitchier and nastier. And, mm. and you know, that doesn't seem to happen between the male characters until someone throws a punch. Yeah, um, pretty much. <laughs> and then that's when we see Chuck. And Chuck see- comes out swinging his dick. and dan handles it i think dan handles it pretty well Mm, okay well i think so well he doesn't punch him and he doesn't he's he's a bit like what do you own this hotel oh oh my god dan's face when he learns that he literally is on chuck's property he's like yeah oh yes wait on the curb with the rest of the trash (laughs) (laughs) yeah once again though he should be he shouldn't care about that he should care about his sister and he's only going on about of his class warfare he says he says i live in brooklyn not the ozarks and it's almost like the writers went hang on a minute we don't want to isolate anyone from the ozarks watching (laughs) (laughs) no offense to the ozarks i love the insult from dan to chuck chuck's just like you know i hope i never see you here again or something And, and dan just goes anytime man that one black eye looks a little lonely yeah that's what i mean i thought he handled it pretty well you know he was like quite cool and like yeah whatever he yeah i know i know what you're saying he could have started a fight he didn't but it still it still seemed to be more about the fact that it was insulting dan than it was anything Mm. to do about jenny yeah 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 definitely speaking of jenny blair is just trying on clothes in front of jenny yes (laughs) again very very sexy lingerie i know right I was just going to say that there will be a fashion watch at the end of the episode. So don't worry, we'll get onto the clothes. Right at the very end. Later. I have a very special jingle for the fact because you, we're going to do it every single week. Well, I say we, Marissa's going to do it every week because she <laughs> is the fashionista, unlike <laughs> myself. But I have created a jingle Ooh. for the fashion segment. And that will be a weekly jingle. Yes. Okay, mm. then cool. Well, I look forward to that. Um, 
Jenny is just trying to find common ground being like, oh yeah, like I go to Bergdorf's as well. Like, I've been meaning to go there and... I'd never uh, heard of Bergdorf's. Is that just me? No, it's a department store, yeah. What, is it like Harrods? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Harrods. I don't know if it's... Um, I just know it's a very posh department store, which I know Harrods is as well. I've never been to a Bergdorf's. Maybe I should look it up. But she does find out that Jenny is Dan's sister. Yes. And you can kind of see the manipulative cogs in like Blair's mind turning, being like, hmm, how am I going to get Jenny on my side to help me ruin Serena? That's what I thought anyway. <laughs> Especially as Jenny has already given away the fact that Dan has a cabbage patch doll named Cedric. This is when Blair offers Jenny the dress. Yeah. And but she only does it because she's like, don't worry, you know, like you'll be able to pay me back in another way at another time. Jenny also thanks her as well, doesn't she? Jenny, Jenny says, you know, thanks, thanks for this and also for the Chuck stuff too. But then Blair says, if you want to be part of this world, Jenny, people will talk and you need to decide if this is all worth it. And I was thinking, I don't know, is it worth it? <laughs> I was thinking that as well. I was like, oh God, is it? But I guess to a 14 year old or however old Jenny's meant to be, it probably is worth it because yeah, you just, to want, be to be, fair, you just want to be liked at 14, don't you? So 100%. Who can and it's very real when you're going through that. So yeah. So the next scene we see Serena find Dan outside a hotel slash home or as you've said a home tell a home tell mm. I'm quite proud of that <laughs> um Serena finds Dan walking the tiles outside the hotel yeah which they, right this is awkward you know like some lurker <laughs> waiting outside <laughs> oh hey what, what what you doing <laughs> I've just been waiting for you outside your home tell he apologizes for the wave <laughs> which like oh god just forget about the wave. I'm so over the wave you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> bored and of it now invites her to food and she says I'm starving enter Lily Vanderwoodson yeah I know perfect just in time for brunch and she's like oh you know I've promised I'd go out with Dan and you know I can't she says I can't let the poor boy starve like he's actually like experiencing famine because he's not an Upper East Sider he's I know right he's destitute (laughs) (laughs) and she says what's it going to take to get you to the bar at Bass Brunch Serena Uh, into the beginning of brunch but we probably should talk about this in more detail after the next scene which is Rufus playing guitar God, the Rufus's jingle is coming, isn't it? I just know it. Rufus! Yeah. <laughs> then we go to the brunch scene where we have a whole load of mess and drama happening and unfolding. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where my notes kind of get a bit messy. Uh, we see Dan at the brunch and there are human statues, like real people, painted oh, yeah, blue as like, and in Greek togas. That's like, that's something that people have though isn't it at, at these events what do you mean you're saying that like you've been to what are you talking about have you ever been to Covent Garden and you've seen those statues which you tip and then they move yeah but that's street art live it's, street art is it art <laughs> come well, on look, Anna with, are they ever any good we're not art majors <laughs> we are not determining whether that's art or not well like it, I've never ever been to a restaurant or a do or an event where there's been a real person standing there posing like a statue. Just get a statue. I know. No, I agree with that. But yeah. it's a weird thing to have because I don't really get that kind of stuff either. Like it's so weird. Yeah. I don't really know what. Very, very weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you stare at them? Like you can't talk to them. They're just ignored the whole time. Yeah, you're right. Get a statue. <laughs> um, yeah. You've got Blair fuming that Serena and Dan have shown up. Mm -hmm. We meet Chuck's dad, who I remember not liking. And we also find out that Chuck is short for Charles. 
Charlie it's, it's probably the posh short for Charles, isn't it? Yeah. Nate is also brooding over Serena uh, yeah. as Dan hits the buffet, um, and he's kind of like he's kind of motioning for Serena to sneak away. Um, Nate's insists that she meets him in Chuck's hotel room to talk, and then yes, then the next scene we see Bart Bass, and he's yes he's addressing Chuck, aka Charles. Yeah, this is. I mean, work out that this brunch is all for him. Yeah, like, I do this all for you. Yeah, I'm like, did you? Did you really? And it's obviously it's a networking thing, which become a part of something, something great, something to make a change. I'm like, there are <laughs> definitely other, like, other and easier way to help your kids out. And yeah. ha- also, and- if you want to make a change, why don't you donate all the money that it costs to throw the brunch to like a local homeless shelter? Maybe I know, I know, change. Yeah. And I like when he says to Chuck, like, oh, lose the scotch, you know, it's barely, it's barely midday or something. Like, what 17-year-old likes scotch, honestly? <laughs> There's a weird moment then between Chuck and Blair. Chuck seems to be obsessed with Blair's virginity. I know, doesn't he? He's creepy, he's crawly, he's creepy Chuck Bass. He's shady, kind of rapey, he's creepy Chuck Bass. Yeah, he's like giving giving her the key to his suite, which is basically his bedroom. He says, you know, you're worried about Nate. Mm. I think you know what you need to do, a.k.a. have sex with Nate. What, yeah. you know, take my hotel room key. Mm. Um, and then he says, I'm honored to be playing even a small role in your deflowering. He's shady, kind of rapey. He's creepy Chuck Bass. I think he just really wanted Blair to lose her virginity that, that you know, 11 a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And also in the middle of brunch, like it's brunch, like they wouldn't notice them both kissing. Like it's so obvious they're kissing to go away to do it. And you think if that was me at brunch, I'd be like, bloody hell, like they need to get a room. Oh, oh, they are. They are. (laughs) Oh, they literally are. Yeah. They literally have a room. (laughs) And we're back. Hey, Upper East subscribers. (laughs) I think that's what we should call our listeners. Subscribers, Upper East subscribers. We're the Upper East podcasters and you guys are the Upper East subscribers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so where were we? So we're in the middle of brunch. <laughs> we're in the... <laughs> and Blair drags Nate upstairs, you know, by the scruff of his neck almost. And um, almost kicking and screaming up to chuck bass's private hotel suite to take her flower and my who do they find well before that just a millisecond before that nate is like wait this is chuck's suite as if he hadn't noticed <laughs> where they're going like it made me laugh when he just the bad acting of wait this is chuck's suite <laughs> <laughs> but yes serena is waiting there. Serena has very quickly become the victim here. And to be fair to Blair, she did find out that her boyfriend slept with her best mate. And Serena mm-hmm. acts like the victim. Like very defensive. Mm-hmm. They tell Blair they were meeting here in secret to talk about why they could no longer talk to each other ever again. There's a really quick row. And Blair figures the best way to hurt Serena is to tell Dan that she slept with Nate. She's like, oh, how would he feel if he found out? And then she literally runs out the room almost. And Serena's <laughs> like, do you really think she'll tell Dan? And Nate goes, it's Blair. Um, you then have this scene where Dan is trying to find Serena and he catches two little lovebirds chatting outside. Yes. He catches Lily 
and Bart Bass talking Ooh. from from quite a distance. Like I know, but you can hear everything perfectly. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> but she asks Dan, please don't say anything to mm. Serena, and he agrees. He's very kind and considerate, considering mm. she's so rude. And you kind of see her reaction to that. Like there's a slight softening to him. Definitely. <laughs> Whereas the next scene, Dan goes in, and I've put it down as a note here, all of the elite kids, a.k.a. Serena, <laughs> Nate, Chuck, Blair, are suddenly surrounding Dan and telling mm. Dan Serena's secret. Um, another Blair Waldorf burn here, I've got to say. Oh, yeah, go for it. You've then you've got this like I think it's quite a weird scene where you've got these four elites, as I say, and uh, surrounding Dan airing Serena's dirty laundry, mm-hmm, saying mm-hmm. you know what she's done, and Dan does react. And I do kind of feel like, to be fair, this happened before Dan knew Serena, and it does feel a little mm. bit slut shamey again. I don't like it. It's like yeah, Serena, He's like is it true? Before, yeah, like, like this is before she knew you. It doesn't if it was true, then it's not still none of your business. Actually, I know people have a past, don't they? And it's just you know if you can't handle it, then well, that's your fault, isn't it? That's your problem. <laughs> exactly. We all make mistakes. Um, mm. There is this funny moment where, well, a mean moment where Blair's just like, "I just thought you should know before you fall for the perfect girl in her perfect world and get left all alone with nothing but your cabbage patch, kid." <laughs> It is definitely, yeah. <laughs> Chuck then feels like he's going to threaten to... Yeah, he goes like, down. He goes down mm. and he's, he's almost like threatening to attempt to sexually assault Jenny again because he's like, so many sluts to defend. Again, slut shaming. It's really bad, yeah. Um, Dan then pushes Chuck. Photos are, of course, course taken. Causes a scene at brunch. Like, how fucking dare he? Jesus Christ, Dan. <laughs> Um, the incident is then sent into Gossip Girl then of course that gets sent out around the fact that Dan has caused a scene Mm -hmm. and then as he leaves Dan just kind of says I'm going to leave and he says actually I would rather you didn't follow me Serena and Chuck then hits on Serena again I know he makes like one last attempt to sleep with Serena and it's just like oh god just like give it up like she she didn't want to do it yesterday she's probably not going to want to do it today is she you know just you okay, and me. Yeah. Apparently, my room has become available. Ugh. He's shady, kind of rapey. He's creepy, Chuck Bass. Gross. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, but I don't hate him all the way through the series. Only, only the early episodes. As I say, watching series three recently, and I quite like Chuck in the series three. So we're not Chuck hating forever, but for the first few episodes, he does not come across well. No, he does not. Serena chases um, after Dan, bless her. And he says, oh, I thought you were different. And Serena, she's like, well, I'm sorry. I'm not who you thought I was. That's what happens when you put someone on a pedestal, basically, and romanticize about them for five years without actually getting to know them. You know, you've got this idea in your head about somebody. And the minute they don't live up to it, you're going to be disappointed. Absolutely, so that's all Dan's yeah. fault. <laughs> that's Dan's fault, in my opinion. <laughs> and like I said, it happened in the past. Like, he has no right to be mm. upset with, like, things that she might have done in the, in the past. Like, you know... Mm. I really don't agree with that. I think that if, you know, you meet somebody, it's a clean slate and how you, you judge them is by how they treat you and what you know of them. And okay, you might mm. find out that they do, they've done something bad in the past, but if they're actively trying to change that, unless it's mm. something that's obviously like, you know, a felony, a crime, something that's yeah, 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 really, yeah. <laughs> really red flag s Yeah. You, everyone deserves a new chance. I totally agree with you. Yeah. I think yeah. fair, play, fair play to Serena there 
in that sense. Mm, Although I I will say (laughs) she is my poor little rich kid of the week, Serena. All that money and designer clothes, poor little rich kid all alone. Poor little rich kid. Yeah. Yeah, because she she does kind of say, where are my Michelle Perry boots? Oh, my God, we live in a hotel. How terrible it is for me. And life is so hard, but this is my world and I'm a part of it. And I can't do anything about the fact that I'm part of this really rich, Mm. wealthy, decadent privileged world and but you can't of, to an extent you can't always help you know like where and how you're born into but I feel like you know she probably needs a bit more self-awareness about it doesn't she <laughs> yeah true I do feel like actually yes you can do something about it you can ditch the toxic pals you could whack on a pair of comfy flat shoes maybe perhaps mm-hmm. they donate some more money to charity yeah <laughs> get a job like, yeah, <laughs> me. living in an expensive hotel and you know my new boyfriend doesn't understand the wealth and privilege that I come from. So she is my poor little rich kid of the week. <laughs> poor little rich kid. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I love um, at the at the end of the scene, there's a um a wrongly timed double look back. And I love me a wrongly timed double look back. So that's where one person leaves and then one person looks back. So they start walking and then the other person looks back and they're walking. Does that make sense? I totally, yeah, it totally makes sense. And that, has, yeah. that, that, that thing that happens in any kind of chick flick or like mm-hmm. rom-com series, film, whatever it might be, always gives me anxiety when I leave someone. <laughs> I'm like, if I'm walking away from someone, I'm like, have I looked back? So I, what I tend to do is just like, I'm looking back the entire time. Like, what if I miss them looking back at me? <laughs> Why don't you just leave the room backwards? Like walk backwards? <laughs> like surely that would solve all your problems yeah well Anna, Anna was really cool at one point she kind of lost the plot a little bit when did she leave was it around the time that she started like whenever she would walk in conversation she'd be walking backwards oh yeah that was it that was it <laughs> okay bye nice to see you bye just walking backwards keeping, also always keeping eye contact <laughs> and never blinking <laughs> yeah she always leaves her room backwards she she doesn't like turning her back to people well, you never see oh you'll never see Anna turning her back to anyone (laughs) you'll never see Anna's back (laughs) (laughs) so the next scene we see Rufus Rufus me a river Jenny and Dan back in the loft he also addresses Jenny about the cabbage patch doll stuff says did you tell Blair about the cabbage patch Mm. doll Cedric please you know you can't trust these people don't trust her yeah it's too late because uh, jenny already has hydrangeas she has yeah. the flowers that blair has in her house she's gone yeah. out to get them and she's obviously a new recruit of blair's because yeah. she is wearing a zad dress which i believe brings us to the fashion segment of the week Am yeah I- yes let's do let's do the fashion watch one so i'm going to round up all my fave or notable outfits that i saw throughout the episode and tell you about them. Tell my thoughts. Tell my professional opinion. There's no professional opinion. It's just <laughs> <laughs> we are, we're going to focus on a best outfit and worst outfit every week, can't we? Yes, yes, yeah. But, yeah. So I've created a jingle because we're definitely doing this every week. So I've created a jingle for this. Mm-hmm. I'm probably the most excited about this jingle Ooh. than any other. Oh, I'm excited. Wanna, I don't want to oversell it, but I'm I'm excited to to watch and hear your reaction. Are you ready? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Oh my god, yes. Oh, that's so good. Thanks, babes. So uh, go for it. Okay, well, I did notice something very last minute of Blair's uh loungewear, you know, the sleepover outfit when Serena and Jenny come and see her. She's oh I didn't Oh my gosh, I didn't pay attention to this. No, you have to Oh my god, she progress. honestly, she she looks like a Victoria's Secret model. <laughs> She's just wearing like this little baby doll chemise. And then I said, oh, and a dressing gown, but it's obviously not a dressing gown. It's a robe. It's a silk white robe. I've never worn a dressing gown that doesn't make me look like an 80 year old. Yeah, same, same. Like my dressing gown is probably quite gross, actually. <laughs> yeah, so we like Blair's loungewear. And then also, I also want to address the dress, the dress that Blair gives Jenny. Oh, um, okay. Well, because very naughty. Very naughty. It is very noughties. And it's also, well, the first time we see it, Blair's actually trying it on. And Jenny's like, oh, no, I really like it. You look really good in it. And Blair says, oh, it's average. And I have to agree with Blair. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> did you, I mean, did you see it? Did you actually see it? It's like a blue strapless bandeau, bandeau, I don't know how you quite say it, dress. Mm. And it's just so, like, I thought this was meant to be like an Eleanor Waldorf creation i thought there was going to be something special about it but i was like get that in h&m you know so uh, that's like my worst outfit purely because it's just a bit boring i can sort of see why she fobbed it off on jenny can i am i allowed to give an alternate worst outfit oh cool yeah god yeah the outfit that serene is wearing when she shows up at blair's oh the little denim shorts the denim With- shorts and the like like shin high boots yeah 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 I, which I think we all wore. Back yeah, in, back I don't in know the day. if that's why I didn't like it because I was like that, that. That was like what I wore for about three years. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I did not like that. I did not mm. like that outfit at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. What's your best worthy? I can't decide because I I like like Serena and Blair's brunch outfits. Serena's brunch outfit was like this you couldn't see all of it but it's this like cute little boho embroidered number like quite a short dress like I think I would wear something like that um and then Blair's brunch outfit is something that you wear to literally a wedding reception like it's a white lacy crochet dress with like the little fascinator on in her hair as well which yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you know pretty more in the UK at least they're reserved pretty much for weddings yeah, but I was not a fan of the. She wore them. She wore this white dress with like black pattern tights. Ah, uh, okay. She's indoors. You don't need to wear tights. Marissa, you hate like famously. You hate tight. I love tights. Yeah, you hate tights. I hate tights. You're I, a tight I don't. Hater. You are prejudiced against the tight. <laughs> <movement>. <laughs> I do wear them. I well, we live in the UK, so I do wear them in winter with like dresses and well, obviously the dresses. But um, yeah, but if I think that an outfit doesn't go with tights, like I just won't wear it. All the best dressed and the worst one of the episode. So we've got to the end of the episode. We have Dan, who is feeling sad and he's with his family he's with Jenny and he's with his dad Rufus Rufus me a river and mm-hmm. he's told Jenny you know you can't trust these people you can't trust Blair with the stuff about Cedric and the Cabbage Patch doll we also mm-hmm. then shoot to a scene with Nate and Blair in bed together yeah and he's like look Blair we either move on from this or we end it like 
there's no other way about it and I was like that's quite a sensible thing to say surely like those are literally are your two options which one do you want to do and I feel like Blair will do neither (laughs) she won't break up with him and she won't get over it (laughs) Chase Crawford is hot enough potentially (laughs) forgive cheating he's I mean he is he's up there is he I yeah I do think especially as we've now set up the socials we've got the Instagram up and running it's at Upper East Podcasters and we've been following loads of you loads of big Gossip Girl fans and I am so impressed with the Gossip Girl cult like following if I'm being honest I'm so <laughs> chuffed I'm like oh my god people are still watching it still discovering yeah. it for the first time you can't help but like look at all the photos and so often it's photos of Chuck or Nate just looking so handsome they're very gorgeous it's annoying isn't it <laughs> yeah I'll be honest I've been really enjoying the news feed oh yeah i've I've been uh checking it out so yeah we're following quite a lot of you if you are a gossip girl fan if you're enjoying the podcast please do follow us we are on instagram and and say hi to us as well because you know we're friendly absolutely yeah so say hello it's at upper east podcasters any comments anything you want to add anything you want to say send in also we have a email account you can email us on upper east podcasters at gmail.com we would love to hear from you so we we end this episode episode two with serena dropping her phone in the bin after looking through photos of of her nate blair and yeah. Chuck all oh, having fun friends. yeah yeah it's quite sad because mm. obviously the episode has ended with her she seems to have lost Dan Dan's left you know Blair has outed her secret Blair isn't speaking to her Nate isn't allowed to speak to her and obviously we know what's happened with Chuck mm. so the last gossip girl blast my best Kristen Bell impression okay <clears throat> it looks like the ultimate insider has become the ultimate outsider it's your move Serena and you know who'll be watching. You know you love me. XOXO. <laughs> so I think that's it. The second episode of the Upper East Podcasters. A Gossip Girl recap. <laughs> the Wild Brunch. We have come to an end. But next time we will be discussing episode three, Poison Ivy. Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen can't wait (laughs) (laughs) until then you know you love to hate it and hate to love it (laughs) (laughs) take care guys Bye. Bye. bye